0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. I'm Roger B. This is the Locked and Loaded Show, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Today we're going to talk about gun stuff and weapon stuff. And we're going to talk about some of the politics of guns and weapons stuff because, you know... It never ceases to amaze me how many people do not understand the term shall not be infringed. It's just, oh, it's scary, 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 scary. But for those of you who do believe in protecting yourself, carrying your weapon with you, I'm going to give you another reason to do it today. Apparently in Michigan... There was an avid Trump. Once upon a time in Michigan, there was an avid Trump supporter. He had signs in his yard and he was uh, happily supporting the president, which is great. You know, if you want to support him, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine, too. But you have to respect people's opinions. You know, if I didn't want to support Obama or Biden or Trump, I could express my opinion without offending anybody else or without infringing on anybody else's rights but apparently early saturday morning this home of the Abbott Trump supporter was firebombed while the owner and his girlfriend were inside st Clair shores michigan they had a window blown out a hole blown in the living room floor and they have a home security video which they says is just shocking a man runs up to the house throws an explosive through a front window and it blows up inside this guy's house And best they can tell, this was done because he was an avid Trump supporter, had signs in his yard supporting Trump, and apparently somebody disagreed with that. So instead of just disagreeing and, you know, making a post somewhere or, you know, making a a derisive snort as they walk by, he decides to throw a firebomb into this guy's house. And I believe and he threw another one at the car. So, and this was a homeowner who already, he had signs up, displaying lawn signs, criticizing Gretchen Whitmore, who is the one who is forcing Michigan to stay shut down in face of the covid virus because she doesn't feel like it's safe to open anything so every business in michigan pretty much is forced to stay shut down unless they're considered essential by somebody so all these restaurants all these hair places all these nail salons all shut down and every other business that she doesn't deem essential so he had lawn signs criticizing her which is why you should do it you know you can criticize that's fine but you don't take violent action against somebody who doesn't agree with you But apparently, he and his girlfriend were headed to a bedroom on the second floor when they heard two successive booms. Smoke was filling the house. I went up, told her to get out of the house, grab the dog, get out of the house. That's it. He's saving his girlfriend and his dog. At least he did save both of them. So, that was good. Now, he's offering a $10,000 reward to anybody who can help identify the person who did this. Now, this is straight out of the fascist playbook. You don't agree with somebody, you firebomb their house. You don't agree with the politician, you do something violent against them, their family, you threaten them. This is how fascists work. And this guy is just, he's plainly fascist. I mean, to think that you could be firebombed because of your support for a politician is completely ridiculous in this country. It shouldn't even be a consideration. He said he came outside. He noticed the whole window was completely blown out. Smoke was rolling out of the house. And he didn't even know at this point that the house was on fire or what. But he saw a truck racing down the road. When the police showed up, they went in. Luckily, it didn't catch fire. But the implosion did some serious damage. So this was not just a Molotov cocktail. This was an explosive device. as it blew a hole into their living room floor. Now, they have video footage... Revealed a man exiting his pickup truck, hurling the explosive at the house, and tossing another explosive near a car that was parked in his driveway. So, they showed up pretty quick. I mean, you call the police and say, someone just firebombed my house. Yeah, they'll show up for that. Even if they're, you know, being defunded, they're still going to show up. Because, hell, they probably want to see what's going on. I'd want to see a house that got firebombed, you know, and to help this guy. I mean, this is ridiculous. So... He says, you know, he's a pretty avid Trump supporter, and he's putting up this $10,000 reward. So I'm curious to see if anybody comes forward and he gets any information on his video. Maybe he got a tag number or something. But I would love to see this guy brought to justice because, after all, someone who's willing to do this, what else would they be willing to do? How many people would they be willing to, to kill to push their political agenda or to express their disdain for any political opposition to what they believe? This is just ridiculous. Now, this is, St. Clair Shores is roughly 60,000 people, and it's about 13 miles northeast of downtown Detroit. So there you go. A suburb of Detroit has people firebombing people who believe differently than them. I can't believe this is happening in the States, but you know what? This is why you need to protect yourself. This is why you need to be prepared for any kind of possible attack on your freedom, on your life, on your property. Now, I wonder if this guy had seen if his camera had gone off and he'd seen a truck pull up, seen a guy run out and throw something in his yard and he was outside when it happened. Would he have been in his rights to fire upon this guy who's throwing a bomb at his house? That would be something for the law to decide. And I don't know. I don't know if you would need a lawyer at that point or not. He throws a bomb at your house. You shoot him in the head. That seems like a pretty fair trade. I mean, he tries to kill you, you try and kill him right back. That's pretty much the definition of self-defense. <laughs> Someone tries to kill you, you try and kill him right back. But, yeah, that's uh, that's another reason to stay prepared. Now, of course, staying prepared is not just about having a gun, because he obviously didn't see this guy coming until it was after the fact. He saw the video of the guy pulling up in the driveway. If he had seen him ahead of time, I wonder if any kind of – Altercation might have ensued, especially if he got a good look at the guy and could identify him or got a look at his truck tag or something like that. But hopefully somebody saw something and is going to be a good Samaritan and get information to the police about this guy and shut him down. Hopefully he will spend a very long time in prison thinking about what he did because there is no excuse for that at all. And also another reason to be prepared by keeping fire extinguishers in your house. Yes, I have several of them because I'm a little bit paranoid about that. Just like guns, you hope you never need one, but if you do need it, you're only going to need it one time. So if you don't have fire extinguishers, get some. They're relatively inexpensive. Any Walmart, Costco, Sam's Club, local fire protection agency store will have all this stuff. You can put them on. You can buy them on Amazon, put them in the house it could save your house one day if if this becomes a common event if people start firebombing people who don't believe the same as them this may become something that happens all the time i'm curious to see if the media is going to cover something like this i mean this is a pretty big deal to throw a, you know bombs at somebody's house but yet the media seems to be silent about this they're not it's not being reported all over the news. Well, if it was a liberal who got bombed, oh my God, I'm sure it would be 24-7 for the next three days talking about how Trump supporters are violent and they're fascist and this and that. While here, the actual fascist liberals or anti-Trumpers, they're not being reported as much. This was on a very small story. Let's see if I can tell where that came from. Uh, the Daily Wire, that's uh, Ben Shapiro's website. If you don't know him, he has... He has a great collection of stories he puts out almost every day. He uh, has live feeds all the time. Very interesting fellow, and he's a pretty hardcore conservative. Now, let's move on. Let's go to California now for a minute, because, you know, California is always doing something that just gets me irritated. So now, one small town in California is has passed a law where they will require People to keep guns in their house locked up at all times. Now, California itself has had this in effect for any homes that had convicted felons living there or had children living there. This city decided to pass a law to do it all the time. Now, imagine this. You have to have this gun with a trigger lock on it or locked in a box. All of a sudden, something happens. You have to get to your weapon. You have to get it unlocked to get it out to be able to use it that time you have to spend doing that might be all the time it takes for someone to come and do your your body your family your property harm and you not be able to defend yourself i don't understand what part of shall not be infringed do they not understand i mean it seems they're trying to make this into common sense gun legislation because in california it's almost impossible to get a permit to carry anyway so now they're making it impossible to even protect your home without having it locked up somehow or put under a lock. Now, granted, this is not going to be something that the police can just come knock on your door and decide, oh yeah, we're going to check and see. It'll be up to them to determine if there's an incident with the weapon, whether it was locked or not. So it's kind of, it's kind of symbolic that they're passing this, but it's still, if, they push a little harder, and if they push for mandatory checks, they could walk into your house, and if your gun's sitting on a table in front of you, or you're wearing it around your house, then hey, you could be facing fines, jail time, whatever the penalties are. So this is just another infringement on our rights. Who's to say how much time you're going to need to get that gun into a place where it can become effective as a deterrent or as a defense mechanism if it's locked up somewhere. So, this is this is tough. I mean, California's just trying so hard. They want to limit every gun in every way. They've already got their roster going on, which apparently gets smaller and smaller every year as more older handguns drop off this list. New handguns are not allowed to be put on the list of approved handguns for California unless They have stamping of the primer and of the case built into the weapon, which as of now is virtually impossible to do because the technology does not exist at a reasonable price. Yes, you can buy a $6,000 handgun that could probably imprint every shell that comes out of it, but who's that going to hurt the most? The rich people are going to be able to afford whatever handgun they want and they'll find a way to get it. The poor people aren't going to be able to afford a super expensive handgun that meets these California requirements. So basically, they're taking underprivileged, they're taking probably more minorities who work at a lower pay scale and they're punishing them, not ena- enabling them to have guns. And if you live in this city in California, which is, what is it? Uh, oh, I can't even find it now. But anyway, Dublin, California. If you live in Dublin, California, not only do you have to have a, gun that's on the list but then you have to keep it locked up all the time even when you're home even if nobody else is there with you the law requires it to be locked up when it's not being used so i mean that's just that's ridiculous those of you who know if you've done training sometimes you only have a matter of seconds to get your gun up and running into action to stop people from doing you harm or doing your family harm or your property harm Now, the fact that they can't do spot checks is good. They can't just knock on your door and decide they're going to come check. So you don't have to have it all the time unless you think there might be an issue. So Dublin, California, way to go, idiots. Sorry. Oh, but while we're in California, we'll just hang out a little longer and go to the lawsuit that's pending in California. After, uh, what is it, Parkland, Parkland, the, the wake of parkland people went kind of crazy they started deciding oh my god this is terrible we have to stop this gun violence so a lot of places states decided to revoke the rights of 18 to 20 year olds to own a weapon now currently federal law just says you must be 18 to own a rifle or a shotgun 21 to purchase a handgun but in california they decided you need to be 21 to have any kind of gun any kind of gun whatsoever all right i'm going to go over this again as soon as we get back we're going to stop for a quick break i am roger b this is locked and loaded and you're listening to america's web radio
1: and i'm going to uh break in here and interject that uh you know uh, i want to ask everybody to go to our website anybody that's listening we have a very unique website and there are many opportunities to for you to participate with America's web radio and we'd appreciate it uh you know if you can we'd like for you to become a patron and you can do it for as little as ten dollars a month and uh we would appreciate it and uh this is it's not we're not a non profit unless you're my accountant and he will argue the other way but uh we are for profit and We need your support to keep going with our shows, and also, we would like people to sign up if you've got a veteran, or you know a veteran, or you are a veteran that needs prayer. We have started something that I think will ultimately be one of the most powerful things in the world, and that will be veterans praying for veterans. And uh, we're promoting that, and we've got a lot of support from veteran groups, and we want your support as well. So go there and uh, we'll be back right after a couple of messages with locked and loaded and Our gun master, just like our kung fu master, we got gun master Roger B.
2: Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And listen to The Doctor's Lounge, where you get a private insight into the conversations that doctors have amongst themselves. Join us Thursday, 8 a.m. every week.
3: If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com.
2: Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Right before we left, we were talking about California had passed a law after the Parkland shooting. That restricted anybody from 18 to 20 years old from purchasing any kind of weapon. Even though federal law only prohibits them from purchasing handguns until 21, this one they eliminated the rights of the 18 to 20 year olds to purchase rifles or shotguns or any kind of long guns. Now, the Second Amendment Foundation has filed a motion with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals seeking an injunction against a section of California's penal code that prevents... Young adults from purchasing or acquiring firearms. Because after all, when you're 18, you're supposed to be an adult. You can do almost anything in this country. You can sign a contract. You can join the military. You know, you're held responsible for your actions. But California decided, no, you're not fully an adult. You're just partially an adult. We're going to take away some other rights until you turn 21. I don't know how they came up with that arbitrary age, probably because the handgun age is 21. So they just thought, well, if we're going to do it with handguns, let's do it with rifles and shotguns either. Now, when they filed this motion, hopefully this is going to be judged by the Ninth Circuit, who, as of late, has been shown to be much more conservative. I believe Trump has reappointed some justices On the Ninth Circuit Court in order to give it a more balanced approach. Right now, it's still pending. Their magazine ban is still pending. It was shot down by Judge Benitez, sent back down, and they had Freedom Week for one week. Everyone was allowed to buy whatever magazines they wanted. Then it was put, and they put an injunction again until the appeal was done, and now they've put forth an appeal to try and stop that from going through again, and that's still in the appealing process, so I don't know how long that'll take. It could be months, though. But if it comes back agreeing with the original judgment, then people in California can have whatever size magazines they want. No more magazine ban. And if the Ninth Circuit Court rules in this way, I could see them saying possibly, okay, 18 to 20-year-olds, by federal law, have a right to own shotguns or rifles. There's no law federally from prohibiting them to have this. So, if they get this done, that would mean 18 to 20-year-olds would once again be able to buy long guns in California. I mean, it, it clearly violates the Second Amendment rights, obviously. Granted, just because you're a young adult, when a citizen turns 18, he's considered a legal adult. They can vote, they can join the military, they can do anything except I think of course rent a car some car rental companies have uh higher ages on that but that's a whole nother story well we'll see they're going to file this lawsuit and see if they can reverse this decision now from what i understand there have been several other states that have tried to do this and i know a lot of companies have done this uh, they've tried to in- implement this 21 years and up to buy any kind of gun i think walmart was one of them and one of the sporting goods stores just recently had that done too so this will be a good case to see to follow. If they get this repealed or get this turned back, that means 18 to 20 year old adults will again be considered adults. Because I just, I hope the Ninth Circuit Court is conservative enough or at least constitutional enough to know this is not right. You shouldn't be able to limit somebody telling you you're a legal adult, but saying, oh, but you can't do this or that or the other. We're going to give you some of your rights, but not all your rights. So we'll see. Hopefully that'll come around, and the Ninth Circuit Court will rule in favor of the Second Amendment Foundation. And once again, young adults will be able to purchase long guns. But not everybody should have a weapon. Apparently in St. Petersburg, Florida... A man thought it was a good idea to fire on officers and quickly found out when you start a gunfight, you better be prepared to finish it. The incident started as deputies with the Pinellas County Sheriff's Department were searching for the suspect, identified as Dominique Harris. Yeah, well, no accounting for brains in this case, in connection with a child abuse charge. Okay, so it's hard for anybody to be mad at the police searching for a child abuser. He had also been a person of interest in a homicide back last year in 2019. So they closed in on the convenience store. He tried to ram the roadblock and then opened fire with a semi-automatic firearm, firing at least four times, striking a deputy. Now, you might think, oh, my God, what kind of repercussions would this cause? Well, apparently deputies return fire, many of them. They fired approximately 50 rounds in the direction of Harris, who was struck by 38 of these rounds. (laughs) So he died by the injuries he received. The deputy who was injured in the gunfight received two bullet wounds in the torso area and was rushed to a nearby hospital where they underwent surgery. And he's listed in stable condition now. So now they're interviewing every officer that was involved in this. But apparently when you fire on police officers, don't expect them to stand there and just do nothing. You fire on police officers, that's an open, that's an open invitation for them to return fire. Most of them will not fire on until fired upon, or at least till presented with a weapon and threatened with it. But here, the guy actually fired four times, and they returned fire, sending about 50 rounds toward him, hitting him with 38 of the 50 rounds. So, He was DRT, dead right there. He didn't make it too long. This is a Darwin Award. That's what this guy deserves, a Darwin Award. Eliminating yourself from the gene pool in a very creative way. Although not that creative, it still worked and it was effective. One less person to keep in prison that taxpayers have to support in Pinellas County. So be aware. If you're going to fire on officers, chances are you start something, they're going to try and end it. So if you're not prepared for that, I suggest you don't fire upon police officers, no matter what. So that was the good news. Now we're going to come to the bad news. The bad news is comments made by Vista Outdoor CEO Christopher Metz during the company's quarterly earnings call last month indicates ammunition will probably be continue continuing to be scarce until 2021. They claim they have over a year's worth of back orders for ammunition in excess of $1 billion already on the books. So if you're not, <laughs> this is already orders that they've got sitting there for almost a year with a billion dollars worth yet to be delivered. Now, just recently, they had uh, Vista Outdoors, was a lot of the parts were sold off, and I believe somebody bought their ammunition uh, division. And they're gonna try and gear up production and try and catch up with some of this, but it's gonna be a long time before the ammo shortage is gone according to this guy. I mean with that kind of demand and that kind of back orders already, this it's gonna take a long time and prices will probably still remain high. Now, according to the NSSF, there are approximately six point two million shooters added to the rolls in twenty twenty. That's six point new new gun owners in twenty twenty. And all those guys need ammunition. They have obviously not been preparing for years, as some of you have, or even for months, in anticipation of this situation. They just got into guns last year, and they're having to face shortages that we haven't seen, I can't remember another time. Now, back in 2016 or 2008, there were some shortages here and there, but it was still trickling in, and supply lines were getting filled back pretty quickly and prices were escalated to some extent, but not near to the extent we're seeing today. We're seeing ammunition going for four and five times what it was just eight or nine months ago. So be aware if you're if you waited to buy ammunition because you thought oh, I'm going to wait for a good deal, wait till COVID to die off, wait for the new gun owners to stock up on what, what that need what they need. You're going to be waiting a while because with over a billion dollars worth of orders sitting there in back orders. They're not going to be ammunition at any kind of reasonable prices. They said they've cleaned out inventory in all retail and wholesale locations, and despite, and despite producing flat out for six months, they're not able to build up any inventory. So everybody is buying everything as fast as it can be made, and, they're, and they came back to full capacity. So they're, they're pumping out as fast as they can, hopefully safely and properly. And eventually things may get better. But right now, the demand is too heavy. People are stocking up on stuff. They're not even shooting what they buy. They're buying it just to hold it to prepare, especially with the civil unrest. You see, like somebody gets firebombed at their house. You want to have extra ammo just in case you have to fight off a crowd of these people. What if it was more than one guy who did it? What if they came, didn't care whether they got caught, and decided to firebomb or threaten somebody because they had... Trump sign in their yard or criticize the governor who happened to be a Democrat, you have to be prepared. And if you're not prepared, it's probably a little late to get prepared now, but there are still some deals out there. But even the deals of today are going to be three and four times what they were just a year ago. Because I remember sitting here in this very chair telling everybody, guns and ammo have never been cheaper. The deals have never been better. Some of you may have listened, some of you may have expounded on your collections, some of you may have stocked up on extra ammo. If you did not, now if you want to, you're gonna have to pay the price, because there is no such thing as ammo deals right now, not that I've seen. Even regular, even a good deal on ammo is two or three minutes, I mean, two or three times what you were paying. So, be aware of that going into the next This next year, it's not going to get any better right away unless something drastic changes and they're able to import more somehow. But I'm going to tell you, if Biden and Kamala get into office, they're going to do whatever they can to keep the supply short. They're probably going to do things to try and limit supply or they're going to tax it at such a high rate. You're not going to be able to buy it at all. You put that on top of the extended, the uh, inflated prices we have now. Ammo is going to become unobtainable. Anyway... Okay, and we're going to have to come right back after this message. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio.
2: If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance, needs email ellen deal at maga 45 cag at gmail.com
1: get your pen and paper ready if there's a move in your near future i'm here to tell you that the folks i used and now recommend is around town movers timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I am Roger B. This is the Locked and Loaded Show, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. I decided to bring up a Christmas story today because why not? It's the season. Let's get into this. There was a little – There was. there's still Santas in malls, and there's Santas at stores, and they're seeing people, and they're asking kids what they want for Christmas, and the kids are telling them a variety of different things. You know, whether they want a dog, a puppy, a Red rider BB gun, which we all know. Hmm? Heaven forbid. Oh, my goodness, a Red rider. Yeah, Ralphie would be shocked. But anyway, so apparently one child went in to see Santa at the mall, and Santa spoke to him and said, have you been good this year? Have you, have you been behaving? Do you listen to your mom and dad? He was like, yes, yes. His mom was nodding along saying, yes, he's been a good boy. Well, what do you want for Christmas? He goes, I want a Nerf gun. And Santa, instead of saying, well, you've been good, so you might get this, said no. Flat out, no. No guns. Do you want something else? Apparently, this woke, liberal, ridiculous Santa doesn't know what country he's in, doesn't know the Second Amendment exists. Not that you need it for a Nerf gun. Oh, my God, it's a toy, for God's sakes. But Santa in in all his um liberal wisdom has decided that this kid should not get a nerf gun because he doesn't want to give any kids any guns and decided this on his own now the kid was kind of shocked at first because you know usually you do everything you're supposed to do you get a yes from santa well we'll see what we can do or, or as long as you continue to behave but no he flat out said no and then offered alternatives do you want a football do you want a bicycle it kind of reminds me of the Christmas story when Ralphie asked Santa for a Red Ryder BB gun with a compass in the stock, and Santa told him, "Well, no, you'll shoot your eye out." <laughs> Apparently, this kid might shoot his eye out with a Nerf gun because Santa is a woke sob and decided to tell this kid no. And now, before this kid left, he was bawling; he was crying his eyes out because he didn't get, he couldn't get what he wanted. He behaved all year; he was being good, and he Santa refused to give him. The Nerf gun that he wanted. That's the only thing he wanted. The only thing on his list was a Nerf gun. And Santa refused because he was an idiot. And you might think this story should anger you to no end. Why should a Santa tell a kid what he should and shouldn't get for Christmas? I mean, unless he wants, you know, a torture chamber or something crazy like that. You know, a Nerf gun is a perfectly acceptable toy. They sell them at every toy store. Every Walmart, every Target has Nerf guns. And there's no reason why a kid, whose kid was probably between 10 and 12 years old, should not be able to have a Nerf gun for a Christmas present. So apparently, after making him cry, the mom came, gathered up the kid, took him out of there. Now, I couldn't hear if there was any words exchanged, but I would hope that mom just at least gave Santa a dirty look. Turns out, though, the mall fired the woke Santa, sent him on his way, back to the South Pole, hopefully, where the penguins will eat him, and decided they hired another Santa Claus, got him to go to this kid's house, and gave him a Nerf gun early for Christmas. So that is the kind of story you want to hear, a Christmas miracle. The woke liberal Santa got fired for his expressing his political opinions to little kids instead of just doing the job of playing Santa, and the mall took care of this. They decided, no way this is going to happen at our mall. We're not going to send kids away crying. We're not going to just dash their dreams of owning a Nerf gun. So they they bought him a Nerf gun and had another Santa go deliver it to his house. So thank goodness there are Santas out there that believe in the Second Amendment. And liberal Santa, you made this guy cry. I hope you cry. That's crazy. Because this Santa, the Santa that gave him the Nerf gun, He packs heat. He's not afraid. So keep that in mind. When you go to get your Nerf guns for your kids, don't be afraid. Don't ask the Santa if he's not going to come through. Because Santas, you can't let your political opinion be expressed when you're talking to little kids. That's just stupid, inconsiderate, and unfair. Speaking of stupid, considerate, and unfair, we're going to go to Louisiana now. Now, this is a story that broke uh, probably a couple of weeks ago. There was a kid in a virtual class, on a virtual class call, with his other students. He was taking a test, and apparently his little brother ran into the room, knocked over his BB gun, so the kid leaned over, picked it up, and leaned it up against the wall to the side of him. Now, he didn't pick up the BB gun. He didn't brandish it. He didn't point it at the screen. He didn't even show it to anybody in his virtual class. He just picked it up, set it aside, propped it up in the corner to get it out of the way so his little brother wouldn't trip on it. And apparently the teacher of the other end of this Zoom call decided that, oh, his room was now an extension of her classroom, and he was violating their no weapons in school policy. And you're thinking, but wait a minute, this kid was at home. His parents knew he had it. They apparently got it for him. It wasn't a machine gun. It wasn't a, a fully automatic M16. It was a BB gun. Again, Ralphie in the Christmas story. Do these people not know anything about Christmas stories? (coughs) But anyway, so they got him in trouble. They suspended him for six days because of this. Now, his dad apparently was not going to have any of this. They spotted this in the corner of the room and decided he they were going to come after him, suspend him for six days, charge him, put this on his record as brandishing a weapon or having a weapon in school. When the kid was not in school, he was on a, a virtual meeting and he was taking a test. He didn't say a word when it happened. He picked it up, went back to his desk and started finishing it. So they tried to call the Louisiana solicitor to testify on his son's behalf. He was suspended from school for handling a BB gun during a virtual class. Now, the county was not backing down on this. They were digging their heels in. They were pushing back saying, no, he needs to be punished for this. This is something that we can't have. You know what? When you're in somebody else's house via Zoom meeting or in person, you respect their rules. I'm sorry. If they don't want something there, then you don't have it there. But if they do allow things there, then you have to put up with it. But apparently this teacher decided, this holier-than-thou teacher, decided she was going to put her anti-constitutional, anti-American views up and decide to prosecute this kid or persecute him for having this gun show up in the corner of a screen during a classroom. This classroom was it was not her classroom. It was his house. So, this is something that everyone's gonna have to be aware of. They, now they did back down and gave him only a three-day suspension, but the six days was already served, so it was too late. So they backed it down to a three-day suspension on his record, but they're still holding strong that he needs to be charged with this and have it go on his record. And all the father wanted was an apology from the school and have this taken off his record, and they're, they're not doing it. They're, they're digging in, they're saying, it was inexcusable. he should not have had a gun showing in any of the cameras, even though it was his private home. The school district is trying to declare that private homes are an extension above public school building because virtual learning is involved. So what does that tell you? Anything that happens in your house that's seen by a teacher in any kind of virtual situation you can be you can get in trouble for according to them. You know, it's just, oh, man, this just irritates me so bad. I can't believe this happened. And it's a fourth grader. He picked up the BB gun off the floor, leaned it up against the side of his desk to get it off, off the floor, and they're prosecuting him for this. They're persecuting him. They're punishing him for this act. Now, he never, he never did anything wrong with it. He never pointed it. He never brandished it. He never threatened anybody with it. Just the fact that it showed up, on the screen so parents you have to take this for what it's worth now I don't know if all school districts are the same I don't know if all school teachers are the same I'm sure there are some that would just see this as you know something that happens when you're at home and your little brother's running around behind you and trips over something But apparently, these teachers want to be involved in your home more than you probably want to let them in. Now, what I was thinking is maybe it's time to come out with a switch for a camera to be able to shut the camera off. Leave the sound on so your child can participate, but maybe have a hazy filter so they can't identify anything. Or start digitizing images when you're not actually speaking to the teacher directly. Let them try and figure out what's going on when you're when. When your student is not directly involved with interaction with the teacher and be prepared, have a special area where your kid can be in virtual school and not violate any of the school rules. Maybe they need to just, you know, have a background that's plain, simple without expressing any kind of political views or constitutional views. Or just kid views. What kid doesn't want a BB gun when he's in the fourth grade? Almost all of them. But apparently, this teacher decided. This holier-than-thou teacher decided to push her agenda on a fourth grader and decide that just the fact that he had this gun show up on a on a virtual class was enough to cause him all this grief. So be aware of this. the 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 teachers, the school systems, they're pushing. They're pushing hard to take over every bit of your child's education. And part of it is going to be telling them the Second Amendment is no good for you. Even though he's only in fourth grade, no, the Second Amendment's bad. Santa in the mall trying to tell somebody he can't have a Nerf gun and this teacher trying to tell his kid he can't touch a BB gun while he's in his own house, in his own room. They're going too far. Things are getting out of hand. This is getting insane. You know, I can understand. You call the parent. You say, look, we don't like to have the gun showing on the screen. Can you make sure he doesn't have that showing? That would have been the adult way to handle this. But no, they decided to make it into a big deal and blow it up completely out of proportion. And once they did that, they couldn't back down from that position because it would be admitting they were wrong. And they were wrong, completely wrong, absolutely wrong. So don't let this happen to you. Be aware of the possibility that your kid's teacher can be trying to get him in trouble by just what they see in the room. Now imagine if this teacher is of one political party or the other. We're not going to pick one, but pick, put them in one group or the other, and they see something in the room that goes against their political beliefs. Could they discriminate against your child for that? Of course they could, and they probably would because teachers feel like they're so important. If they were so important, they'd go back to work and actually teach kids in person. But that's a story for a whole different time. So just be aware of this. Be aware of the potential pitfalls with virtual learning. (sighs) Okay, I've ranted long enough about that. That is just, I mean, between the woke Santas and the ridiculously entitled teachers who thinks they're in control of everything. Let's get to something much more fun than that. We're going to get into the new sniper rifle that the U.S. Army, the Marines, and the Special Forces, Special Operators, all want to get their hands on. It seems as if the military has been trying to replace the bolt-action rifle that they've been using, which I believe, God, I'm trying to remember, I thought it was an M21. It's basically a Remington 700 bolt-action with an adjustable stock and a scope. That's the one they've had for many years, probably since the 60s. They're going to replace it now. They've already got contracts out. They've been coming in. This was actually done, uh, let's see, February. The end of, uh, end of February, beginning of March, this story broke. So, But it, apparently, the bolt-action rifle they're going to get is called the MRAD, M-R-A-D, from Barrett Firearms. Now, that one, it's a multi-role adaptive design is what they call it. And the fact is, Barrett builds excellent firearms. I always have. In fact, most militaries are using the M eighty two or the M one hundred seven. I believe is the the military designation for the M eighty two, which is the fifty caliber semi auto weapon. That one has been used by militaries apparently all over the free world for quite a while now because of its unique niche that it fills—to have a semi automatic rifle shooting fifty caliber ammo with match type accuracy. That's something every military wants. <laughs> but apparently this new one is a bolt-action rifle, and they have the budget document, so you see how much these things are going to cost. Now, what this does is it gives the, the sniper more flexibility as to what configuration, because the weapon is chambered for up to three different calibers. Now, I don't know if this can be changed. I believe the barrels can be swapped on these, if I'm not mistaken. But they have three different calibers. Let me find these real quick for you here. Yes. The 762 by 51, which is the standard 308 Winchester. Okay, not exactly, but the military designation 762 by 51 millimeter NATO cartridge, which is closely resembles the 308 Winchester, the 300 Norma Magnum and the 338 Norma Magnum. Now, if you know anything about the Norma Magnum cartridges, they are shorter than the standard um Winchester based cartridges like the 300, the 338, the 458, they're considerably shorter than all these cartridges. So they're able to fit in a shorter action, which means you have additional power without getting a super long action involved, which is great for anybody who's going to be lugging this thing around all day. They've got these rifles in. Let's see, they got got 536 MRAD sniper rifles for a little over $10 million for the Precision Sniper Rifle Program. Now, the Marine Corps is also buying these, and they're estimating the cost of these at $16,000 each. But this is effective against personnel, material targets at extreme ranges, and these they're expecting these to possibly replace the M107. Although I don't know that a 338 Norma Magnum is going to be a replacement for a 50 caliber semi-auto, but we'll see. That's something I, I I I think they're going to have the M107s around for quite some time because they are an extremely effective weapon, even though they are heavy. But they're trying to achieve is that they're trying to put two systems into one, trying to replace the standard bolt action rifle and the M107 into one gun, which you know I. I'm not a big fan of this. Jack of all trades, master of none. Get specific weapons for specific purposes. Although the MRAD is a fantastic weapon, I wouldn't try and stretch it too thin. But anyway. What about spotters? they, They made any changes in their equipment at all? They may have upgraded their spotting scopes and stuff, but nothing that's been, you know, that I've seen as, far as being out there, but yeah, they, the better the glass is, the better you can see. That goes along with scopes and spotters who do that, especially when a guy's running overwatch or something and needs to see targets that he can't always scan for. It's nice to have somebody who can see things like that. So now in the Marine Corps, it's known as the Advanced Sniper Rifle among the Marines, which is just the MRAD Barrett, but it's expected to be lighter, more accurate, and have a greater range than the system they're using now. Now, the budget request also includes a sound suppressor and direct-view optics with fire control capabilities, which allow snipers when supplemented. Okay, we're going to come back in a minute and run over the, the optics real quick. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m.
2: Hey, guys, it's Minister Frankie with Shine His Light Ministries. It's getting cold outside, and winter is coming. It's time to shine a little light on our
1: friends on the street. We are collecting blankets and coats for the homeless all winter long. Please donate by going to our website at shinehislightministry.com or text
2: 770-655-8055. Hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving and a very Merry Christmas.
1: And uh, appreciate you all listening in today and uh, for those of you that missed it, we introduced our new program uh, that's on our web page and I encourage you to go to our web page, please and um, take a look at uh, what we're doing. One thing is the j Roy Ritchie Memorial Veterans Prayer Veterans. Uh, line and this is where you can join and if you know a veteran or have a veteran in your family or whatever the situation is and they need a prayer we're lining up thousands of their brothers military brothers and sisters veterans across the country that been there done that and they know what it's like and they will – we will put out the word at a, on a couple of our programs each week about fellow veterans that need prayer. So we invite you to do that. We also would invite you to think about becoming a radio uh, – America's Web Radio patron and – um It costs money to put on the programs that we do, and we would appreciate you thinking about becoming a patron and helping us with some of the expense. So go to our webpage, americaswebradio.com, and pick and choose what you'd like to do. With that being said, we're going to return to Mr. B and
0: Locked and Loaded. Welcome back, everybody. Here we're going. We're going to go right back into this. The Barrett MRAD rifle has been adopted by the military now. Marines and Army have both adopted this rifle and have got contracts with millions of dollars worth of these coming in, hundreds of them being deployed. And uh, the the system it looks like a sixteen thousand dollar system here. Now before everyone goes, oh, an well, emerald's a five to six thousand dollar weapon. Yeah, until you put optics on it, until you get spare magazines, until you get cases to to load them into, and until you order a bunch of ammo with these things, you know. Plus, if they multi caliber, you're going to get multi caliber barrels with these, which each are probably very expensive. So they're getting, I think they're getting a pretty good deal. So they're getting these guns, and they're going to ask for a clip-on image intensifier or thermal sensor system. So that means their optics are going to be thermal sensor, which if you've ever seen thermal scopes, especially these later model ones, they are amazing. They can determine half a degree or less of heat differential and change the color for that. So that's something that I think they, they have now, but as the technology gets better, this stuff is going to get better and better. What kind of distance? Um, most of the modern thermals can get out probably over 600 yards. Now, a lot of them use lasers to illuminate targets, though. They use an infrared laser, so it can't be seen by the naked eye. Now, some animals, it's, it's funny, I've heard that certain animals can see infrared ranges that humans can't. However, if someone has night vision, often they can see infrared through their night vision scopes. So it's it's odd, you know, it's it's a tricky situation whenever you're using lasers to illuminate stuff. But they could probably, with with some lighting, they could pick up heat signatures several hundred yards away without having to use any kind of illumination for the night vision. But the thermals just picks up heat differences.
1: Well, Biden's got a plan, and his plan is to. You find somebody, and you send somebody—probably uh, a private, not a, maybe even a private first class—to run out and ask them, "What kind of uh, can you see us, or what kind of?" Uh,
0: uh, yeah, because we're going to hang our double barrel shotgun off the back porch and just fire a couple rounds. Yeah, into the woods or into the neighbor's house—it doesn't matter. That's what—that's Biden's idea of self-defense. Just fire a couple rounds off the back porch rail with a double-barrel shotgun. What an idiot! <laughs> Sorry yeah but so uh, having thermal on these weapons is going to give them a great advantage because you know thermal sensors are awesome and i'm sure i i didn't get any information on what kind of optics are going to be using on these for daylight use but i'm sure the optics are going to be very high quality high end and they're going to be not cheap so these 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 packages are going to be extremely well laid out. They're going to be very effective. And with the multi-cartridge use, it's really easy to change. Okay, (laughs) we have a question? We have a question. Okay, do you
1: feel like or see this coming that uh, potentially uh, we could have a sniper weapon are a weapon in general that um, could be used in
0: conjunction with some type of gps hmm i don't know i mean the gps could tell you where you are i don't know if it could tell you where your enemies are unless they're being tracked somehow I mean, I don't know how that would work. That may be beyond my pay scale here. Or or maybe it's not GPS. It's some
1: other type of uh, detection that... You know, I'm up here on a plane beaming down,
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, they have satellite imagery and stuff, and those guys have, you know, they have thermal imaging from satellites and stuff like that, and they could probably transmit that information to snipers on the ground to tell them which direction to start looking in, give them coordinates from that, because those the imaging satellites are amazing with what they can do. They can read license plates from orbit. So I'm sure they've got the capability for that. Not that I know for sure, so I don't want any black hel- 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 helicopters coming after me. Well, cause, uh, let me ask. I'm do speculating.
1: Would it ever be possible to uh, have a weapon that you could
0: pump in data to and it would. Oh, it would like have focus? a programmable mini missile. Yeah. Theoretically, that would be possible. I mean, you could fire a small, a tiny little missile because technology is there. Fire this mini missile and have it have some sort of tracking device. But you'd have to, I guess, identify the target. It would have to be able to lock onto that target and then fire it. So no matter where that target moved, within the couple of seconds it takes to get there, it would be able to follow it. That would be interesting. I'm sure that would be uh a lot more expensive than just firing regular standard ammunition but that would be cool that sounds like something straight out of science fiction but i'm sure a lot of this stuff can be done whether they do it because it's don't do it because it's cost prohibitive or maybe they just don't want us to know about it yet i'm sure there's a lot of stuff they can do they don't want us to know about yet probably the latter you're right yep and as long as they're for the good guys for the the americans i hope they develop everything in an extreme way to make us safer all the time Because that's one thing. We're talking about the prayer for veterans. Always pray for them. They are the ones standing between us and the evil that exists in the world. Because, you know, there's an old expression that says the only thing required for evil to thrive is for good men to do nothing. And we're getting pushed harder and harder in this direction. I mean, you see things going on. I mean, there's election fraud. There's civil unrest. People are firebombing houses. People are protesting in the streets, burning cars, attacking police officers. I mean, at what point do regular people stand up and say, this is enough? We've got to stop this. Because as was once said many years ago, a little over 200 years ago, someone said, I would rather evil come in my time for me to fight. Because if I don't fight it now in my time, then my kids and my grandkids will have to fight it later. And the longer you let it fester, the the longer you let it thrive, the harder it's going to be to eliminate. You keep feeding somebody the same bad information over and over and over again, eventually they're going to believe it, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent. It's like with socialism. For years, we fought against socialism because we know it's always failed. It's been tried 42 times in the modern world and has failed 42 times. And now, all of a sudden, it's raising its ugly head up again. And people are thinking, oh, yeah, we need socialism. No, we don't. It's been tried. It's going to fail again. This may end up being the downfall of our country. If we move toward a socialist agenda, it may end up, we're already so far in debt, it doesn't look like we're ever going to be able to get out, especially with the COVID and all the stimulus and stuff they've been pumping into that. But that did raise another question. I always hear people talking about health care as a right. But yet it's not in the constitution. It doesn't say anywhere you can force a doctor or a nurse or a care provider to give you care. However, it does say in the constitution, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Does that mean you can deduct your weapons off your taxes? Cuz that's that's a right. I don't think you should have to pay taxes on money that goes toward providing guns and ammunition and arms for your family but killing babies? Killing babies? And no, we're not killing any babies, are we? Uh, Politicians will sometimes shake babies and kiss hands. Oh, wait. Scratch that. No, reverse no, it. <laughs> we're,
1: we're, When a politician is pro-abortion.
0: Oh, yeah. That's another issue. That's killing babies. Okay. But that has nothing to do with guns, so I'm going to avoid no. that issue.
3: Yeah, no. It,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, but, I thought you I had know. a Vietnam flashback there for a minute. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but anyway, keep in mind, if you purchased a weapon during this last covid slash civil unrest era you believe in the second amendment don't vote to let these people take your newfound right away even though you haven't chose to you haven't chosen to exercise this right until now don't let politicians take it away don't vote for the same idiots that will you thought would take everybody else's guns away don't do it all right i'm roger b this is locked and loaded and you're listening to america's web radio